Before we get started, before we get started, this show is about the game Hero Clicks. It's kind of like chess, but with superpowers. We realize we're complete, total, utter nerds about it. Nerds about it. But you know what? We don't even care. This is Clixinit. This is Clixinit. So if you're a noob, a casual player, or an insane competitive junkie, you found your new home. And now, your gaming superheroes, Adam, Dan, Kane, Austin, and Miles. Let's do this. Hello, everybody out there in Clicksland, and welcome to another episode here on Clicksland. I, like always, am your host, Adam. I, you know, I was completely unprepared. I don't even know what episode this is. I think it's 143. It is 143. How about that? We're almost at 150. Surprising uh, we were able to last this long. Uh, in the group today, we got our COVID buddy, Miles Kane, right now, who's getting over a little bit of COVID and his family, but it sounds like you're doing much better, correct, Miles? Yes, yeah. Yeah, yesterday I just started to feel a lot better. And then the rest of the family is doing good, too? Yeah, they went through it last week. And then, yeah, they seem to do a lot. They took it a lot better than I did. But, yeah, we're we're all alive, luckily. So, yeah, we're doing good. <laughs> That's the important thing is that you're alive. <laughs> Uh, it was just, it was, yes. I was talking to my wife too. Is this kind of rough because you just got done with like a six month hiatus of having a back injury and you're finally back at work and then this, yeah. gets you, and then this knocks you out for like two or three weeks. Well, on top of that, the fire, that was really fun a few weeks That's ago. Right, yeah, the fire, was, yeah. yeah, it comes in it threes. Really so hopefully that was your third. Uh, and then we yeah. got my uh, co-host Dan as always. Dan, how are you doing? Good, good. Uh, interesting start to the week so far. Besides what happened on Sunday? Yeah. Okay. Uh, me and Dan played some clicks at our local venue, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. But uh, before we get into all the fun Hero Clicks news, we got some worlds to talk about, and we're going to take some viewer questions later on in the show. Let's get into a quick how was our week? Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. There are seven days, there are seven days, there are seven days in a week. So I kind of covered it already, but Miles, tell us a little bit about your week, maybe uh, non-COVID related. Um, absolutely nothing. That Yeah, it was... Uh... A boring, boring week. I was really hoping to go up to uh, Washington because we had there was a two day event um, for HeroClix, but unfortunately, I wasn't able to because of COVID. So yeah, so what have you been, so what have you been doing COVID. this whole time locked inside? Uh, <laughs> um, binge watching some really bad TV shows, <laughs> and. <laughs> Mostly for my son, Bluey. I'd watch a bunch of Bluey. See, I like uh, Bluey. Melon. I like Bluey. We we discovered that in Wisconsin Dells about a month ago, and it's better than. I mean, I don't mind like Blippy for all you parents out there. Blippy's kind of grown on me, but it's kind of nice to finally actually watch a new show, and I don't mind Bluey at all. No, I was just watching for three straight days, so I don't like Coco Melon. Coco Melon is. I, yeah, I can't stand Coco Melon on that, Netflix. Coco Melon is like a drug for some kids. It really is. 
one I was listening to some like uh, was a psychiatrist saying how it's actually bad for kids because it's um, never keeps their attention for more than three seconds because they always like do scene changes yeah and so it can actually mess up their whatever I'm like oh, it's above my pay grade I'm not know what you're talking about <laughs> but it's just not good <laughs> then I watched some bad shark movies because my son loves those so yeah so that made up for the bluey <laughs> all right uh, Dan what about you um so I got to work today and a bunch of my coworkers were on strike oh fun so you get all their money, right? You do because you do well, their job. You get all of their money, right? Because you're doing their job. Oh, you have a you have a twist that sends you. I thought that's how it worked. You don't show so, up. So you don't show up. So. Medical field? I wish that was. That's the medical field, right? But unfortunately, that's not how it works. Um. Well, that's unfortunate. was it in the medical field, Dan? No, he works with um scaffolding now yeah so because oh, okay. i know yeah, I, medical field, I heard that if, yeah and i work if with, they were on strike you weren't allowed to work yeah i mean well i'm not union but the guys that work with their union so they were all on strike okay yeah luckily though you didn't, if you're not union that's good because yeah if, if they're on strike like it's frowned upon to work and you can lose your job yeah i'm not on a, strike i'm not a scalper no Scabber, right? Sorry, right, scabber. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> we had we had that uh, <laughs> talk about scalping last week, I believe it was. Um, but yeah, then other than that, Dan and I played at our venue for HeroClix. It was a four hundred points, and it was called Yard Sale, where all the all equipment that was not auto equipped to a character was half off. So. If it was a 10-point object, it was 5 points. If it was a 5-point object, it was 2.5 points, even though technically we don't do half points in Hero Clicks, but I still made that rule because then you could play two objects um, that were 5 points for that price. Uh, it was fun. I didn't do that. I just played a bunch of warriors. So I played War, Gamora, the Strange from the Battlegrounds pack, who apparently is a warrior for some reason. Don't know why. Uh, Annihilation. I'm drawing a blank on the other two people. Oh, White Sword and Oh my Lanta. Oh, Bay of the Blood Moon. And actually did really good. I lost my first game just because I'm really bad at hero clicks. Uh, it was just more of a I had five seconds pretty much to because uh, he passed and then I knew time was coming up and I didn't have enough time to set up the uh, attack, otherwise I probably would have won, and then I won my second and third game. But it was a fun uh, day. I ended up buying two boosters off the wall, then I ended up pulling the Apocalypse Chase, which was the last sword that I needed for the set, so I was very happy about that. Um, holy cow, we got questions pouring in like crazy, so we're going to start answering some of these right now. So thank you everyone for answering questions. So first one is from Andrew Fairweather, and he says... If you would want a 2x2 two two for a DC character, who would it be? Uh, I know in the past we have gotten giant size boosters from DC, which I believe was Superman and Wonder Woman, and that had like Solaris, uh, War Wheel, the Batman, Superman, Robot. I forget what else was in there. Um, 
Do you guys have any thoughts of 2x2 two two for DC? I'm not that in touch with my DC side besides Superman, so I'm not sure what big colossal figures there would be. I mean, there's anti-monitor. We haven't had an anti-monitor in a while, so I guess I'd want an anti-monitor again, because he was a really cool yeah, be, character. I'd like a new Trigon. Well, especially with them bringing back the constructs. Yeah. Like a extra core anti-monitor. Uh, a Spectre would be cool again, because we haven't had a Spectre in a long time. We got a... We got like a 30.1 from... I forgot what, what was it, Joker's Wild? We got like a 30-point Spectre. Yeah, it was just because yeah. of how the set was built. They were all just pretty cheap. Yeah, so we had a 4x6, yeah, 2x6. I forgot what the big peanut bases were, but that was the Spectre way back uh, in the day. Oh, you mean like a 6x3? A 6x3. And that Spectre was pretty hard to take down because he was making Vengeful Spirits, I think they were called. Uh, yeah. But I would actually like another anti-monitor because we haven't had that since Crisis, and that was like the... I want to say the third or fourth five-figure booster set. So that was a long time ago. Let me actually see if I can find out when Crisis was. Uh, are there any other two-by-twos that you guys can think of for uh, yeah. DC? Yeah, I'd like to see a new Trigon. Trigon would be cool. Oh, man, Crisis yeah. is way back here. Crisis was back in 2008, so we haven't had a anti-monitor for... 14 years? No, because didn't they do the Black Lantern one and stuff? That's true. They had the Black Lantern one. You're right. Uh, the, the cool th I don't know about the Black Lantern one, but the cool thing about the anti-monitor from back then was it had a light-up. You could put a battery inside of it and push a button and the eyes lit up. But uh, I think they had to, like, deter from that stuff because then they then the Heroclix is technically called a toy, not a collectible or a minifigure. Same thing happened with, I believe it was that set was Devil Dinosaur, was you could rotate his tail, but because it had a rotating part, it was technically a toy, and I think they got in some trouble with that. I could be wrong, but yeah, I, I think that's why they didn't, because like Shumagorath had the movable eyeball, so I don't, I think that's why they don't do that anymore. Yeah, because it's classified as a toy, not a collectible. Yeah. So yeah, my vote would be Anti-Monitor or Spectre. Oh, dumb. Dan, you said you would want a... Um, Trigon. Trigon. Miles, who would you take? I'd take any lantern constructs. I think that'd be pretty cool to see, you know, all the major spectrum of lantern colors have two by two giant constructs like the old Sinestro. Yeah, we had that one Sinestro with the, like where he was that knight in armor or something like that. Yeah, because yeah. cool. they had the new one and then they had the <laughs> con one a few years ago. I got that when it first came out. So those, yeah, I, mean, I had the first one come out when the Hypertime came out, and me and Buddy broke into it to make the little Sinestro, to get the little Sinestro figure out, and that was <laughs> <laughs> He's like, we want a real Sinestro. Yeah, so because uh, Superman and Wonder yeah. Woman had also had the Atom. The Atom. It was, Brimstone, it was Brimstone, Solaris, Titano, and the War Wheel. That's right, the War Wheel. And then there was something else in there, too, besides the War Wheel. Solaris, that was the one, the little... Starfish planet, or whatever you want to call it. Uh, why not make a two by two Giganta? Two by two Giganta yeah. could be cool. Let's get another Giganta, but this time. I would like a yeah. uh, maybe like a two by two Brainiac of some sort because we have the Brainiac ship, but that's a three by yeah. six, I believe. But some sort of two by two would be cool. 
Um, let's see what else we got. Roberto Torres Jr. says, "What are your thoughts on the OP kit apocalypse going for 399 too high, or scenes about the right for timing or for the right right for the timing?" I think it's overpriced. I mean, yes, it is a only winnable if you win the entire event, and the event starts in a month. So, really, you're getting a figure that's not going to be released for three months, but to pay that much for a... I mean, people can do what they want with their money. I don't care, but there's no way I'm paying that much for a figure, especially for a figure that I'm probably playing only once or twice, and then that's about it. Once or twice, and then that's about it. Yeah, I mean, the market... people are. Yeah, gonna no, I wouldn't pay it if someone wants to pay it. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. You're probably going to find someone that yeah. will. It's just the way it goes. Yes, I mean, it could be, you know, someone's favorite character which is fine. If you want to spend that money and you have that kind of money, by all means, do whatever you want. Yeah. But I would never... I think it's too high. I don't know what... I think he'll probably settle at around 100, 150 when everything is all said and done with. I, yeah, but I think like, he's going to be more. That'll be like the shenanigans. Yeah, he'll, he'll probably be, what, 175 yeah. to 200, I think, somewhere in there. It depends how much of an impact he makes into yeah. competitive... I mean, he's. I mean, he's good. Yeah, he's, he's gonna not, make a huge not, impact. Him and Genesis. No, but him and Genesis getting the Sky Tyrant or the Sakarian Iron Man into an X Men swap is just nasty. Yeah. Or you know, because uh, teamed up yeah. with those two alone are yeah. No, I know. It's, 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 it's hilarious. I just want to play Genesis because I like I like her as a character since I started reading the uh, yeah the, the story and just because it those are keywords that I play pretty often so. Yeah, I think they'll settle probably about Scarlet Witch, Venom Mags, 175, 250-ish. Yeah. So we'll see. Again, it's one of those things. Of, it's just the scarcity, so people are more willing to pay the more obscene price for it type of thing. Yeah. And it's like, it's the new hotness, so everyone wants to try to, you know, get the new stuff before everybody else does. I'm not sure. I think I saw, what, there's four of them in the world right now that are available to... I think there's six or six, but they're they're not even tournament legal right now. So no, depending on your venue, they might not even allow you to play it. But like ours, I don't care. Like our our um, teammate Ryan Redman, who won the X of Swords auction from Scott Porter, he won it like a month or two ago, and he's been playing it at our venue since. Because I'm like, if you're gonna be able to um, pay that much, by all means play it like i'm not going to be one of those strict judges that says nope it's not legal yet you can't play it like we we have a fun venue where i let pretty much everyone play anything yeah but yeah i think he'll settle yeah, around 100, that, but he's not a casual. what's yeah. that he's not a casual piece you bring it to a fair point Oh, yeah, man. he's not a casual piece. Yeah, he. I, I forgot <laughs> who. I forgot who mentioned it. I think it was Jay Solomon. He said like he's one of those figures that's not good enough for competitive, but too good for casual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, no, he said that about the chase one with the sword. Ah, okay. But, but that apocalypse probably applies to like the thirty-five point line is probably where you could play that more casually, and you're all right or. I mean, obviously, you could play him just as, like, a tent pole, and I don't think he's that bad unless you're, like, doing the soul sword or, yeah, the soul sword shenanigans, so. Yeah, the soul sword's what makes the problem, yeah, especially top dial. 
So if for people that don't know about this combo, Dan, why don't you talk about it real quick? So the Soul Swords effect is um, it gives out Mystics, and if you can already use Mystics, when you... It has, an, it has a secondary effect. Hold on a sec. Let me... You can heal off it. There, there's, there's either you can deal two damage or you can heal. So there is... Yeah, so you have the option, um, but it's only when you deal damage. So you could deal damage to someone that's invincible or can reduce penetrating, you'll still heal. So... So, so you don't necessarily yeah, have he to starts out. Well, he has a stop click. I don't know if he's on the realms or not. He they might both be. Are, they, they both he are. has two stop clicks at two ninety five. Yeah, it's, one after it's, the other. It's clicks two and three, so it's really it would be really hard to hit him past that. So, yeah. but the thing too is though, is that that mystics doesn't actually resolve until after the attack. So, again, he if you have. Because you ha the thing is, you just kind of have to have flurry. That's the thing there. So, but you only do two attacks because you don't have a third attack with flurry. I know. That's so, but, you're, you're, but he's but he's going only to the um. What is it? Or, well, yeah. I guess no matter what, he's healing two clicks, which is kind of rough because you could hit him to. <laughs> The second stop click, and then yeah, that's it's just that the 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 three hundred point line is the tough one because there's it's just the way that he's arranged with the double stop click right there, and, and then mean, how the soul. And I mean, and at first you st you still have to hit that twenty, <laughs> like it's not yeah. like a gimme or anything. So first you're hitting yeah. it, and then if you do hit it, you're paying for it. Yeah. So the thing the thing too though. I'm yeah, just, if you're equipped, you're losing that equipment. Yeah. Um, Eric. Oh, Adams, I know that's the you know yeah that. Eric yeah. Adams just asked: Will the Soul Sword and Apocalypse be legal for Worlds? No, it will not because Worlds is about five weeks away, mm -hmm. and that third event won't even be available. There is yeah, a chance that the first month's prizes might be available. No, I'm, pretty sure first, I'm pretty sure the first month is. I think if they're according, I thought they just had the post about that. I did, thought did they? Yeah, I think that it that one. <coughs> excuse me just tweak or a squeaks in but i think they should just say the op set doesn't count like it's just not legal yeah so i mean i think i, I mean it's eventually going to be legal so I, I don't i don't know we'll just have to figure out how everything sits once we get there uh next question we have v616 he said and dan this is a good question for you he said you think herald focused teams will see competitive after we get new constructs on the batman set or sinestro and green lantern with warriors and soldiers because i know you like your herald teams wait no i don't know what you're talking about but okay <laughs> well i know you're big into like um johnny storm and he's a herald and you were talking about i thought you mentioned at some point you like the herald team out there Oh, it's interesting because you can do some shenanigans with like Wonder Woman to bring Giganta onto that team. Like there are some shenanigans you can do with it because you can run the Chase Wonder Woman, obviously. Um, but I mean, it might. It depends on like what they what those figures do. I mean, right now they're Harold's kind of iffy. So I think they're gonna have a much. They're gonna have more options if they do have each of the constructs at their disposal. So they'll have the rope. They'll have the. Spotlight, which is pretty useless. No, not the yeah, the spotlight. They'll have the chainsaw. I mean, having a Green Lantern with a chainsaw is, as long as they have the same stats, is always effective. 
you yeah, have... we just have to get we just, we'd have to get a close like a more close combat oriented piece. Well, I guess you could do it on like a range piece and just throw the yeah. I mean, the things there. If they make like a kilowog or something like that, and you put the chainsaw on him, kilowog's usually a close combat guy, so that's a good combo. But I'm not sure what they're all going to come out with with um, that's, yeah. That's that. that's not or there's a new kilowog, or if the constructs are going to have different effects per. Or you know what I mean? Like they're gonna have a different dial per um, like which uh, color it is, you know, of the spectrum. So like the chainsaw for green might not be flurry blades; it might be something completely different. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Kyle Bouchon, I tried to get him into the Discord, but I didn't get his Discord number, which is always a thing people forget about when they uh, send me Discord. But he said, "What would be needed for a competitive Sentinel team that isn't already made?" So. Karima, I think, helps with Sentinel because she can bring in Vision Prime. Vision Prime is not the best out there, but he is definitely, I think, um, Sentinel-worthy. I actually do like the new WizKid from the set because he can basically... So let's say um, Vision Prime is double-tokened. Let me read a power here so it says free choose an adjacent friendly character that has the armor or robot keyword that has an attack this turn this turn WizKids replaces his attack and damage values with the printed attack and damage values of the chosen character the chosen character can't attack or be chosen for this effect by other characters so this really helps if you are double tokened with one of your heavy hitters and then WizKids just takes that stuff and he also has enhancement outwit perplex and he also has the shield shield team ability so I think that's worth something for kind of going every turn kind of thing because if, you know, like I said, if uh, I'm trying to think of some other heavy hitter Sentinels out there, even if like Karima or Nimrod is on your team and you are double tokened, WizKids can just make an attack then. Yeah, Um, Nimrod Prime though being the recruiter I think is really good. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about WizKid. Like uh, Sentinel could definitely do some stuff because, uh, especially because, yeah, Karima can make them or the or, uh, or is it this? Is it the um, is she the? I think she's the Omega Sentinel can make or is it the other one? Is it actually Karima that can make robot Sentinels? Is that how that works? No, she's the one that has the team up card that lets you turn robots into Sentinels. I believe it is. Yeah, which is good. I mean, she's expensive. I mean, she's 75 points. I mean, she's not bad, but she's just 75 points. But so. she does p- stop people with stop clicks. And she yeah. does, And I think if she, I can't remember if she KOs or hits, she gets to steal one of their powers. Yeah, um, she just has to hit. Just so, hits. And, she has good, and she has good targeting. She has, like, all three of the good ones, character, elevated, and hindering, which is good. So... Uh, so yeah, she has her team up card with establishing theme teams for the character with the robot keyword gain the Sentinel keyword. So I mean that can also go with Juggernaut now, Apocalypse, Mystique. Yeah, no, no, the three. I mean, uh, what's his name? Um, Sebastian Shaw too. Sebastian Shaw, if you want some enhancement there. Um, yeah. Arcade. I don't think there's anything there. The Phoenix Sentinel. The Phoenix Sentinel could see some play. Yep. I mean, he probably will, but the thing is, is he's a big target, and people will just kill him. Yeah. Because you're only you're only going to play him at seventy five, obviously. Yeah, but there then, I think it's a Sentinel team that was uh, he made on a map to where he his team was able to take um, expand the starting area. So 
right off the bat he can destroy your object and he can get all the way across the map with that running shot with the um, Phoenix Sentinel with Perplex. It was, yeah, it was nasty. I'm trying to remember the exact team. It was just a little quick play test I did with, against it. Yeah, I just I just think he's a big target, so people will definitely try to make oh, him yeah. harder. Yeah. So yeah, I, I still think it's viable. I, th- I still think Sentinel is a hold up. I think it's Oh no! I think he's I think he's viable. I just don't know how much C he's like, or specifically Phoenix Sentinel. We'll see him play, but yeah, I think Sentinel's got some stuff. All right, we are going to bring in our very first caller. Don't know his name. Hopefully, he answers. This is uh, he already V six one six. You there? Yeah. I'm Hey, what is your real name, or are you not allowed to say it because you're in witness protection? Uh, you can call me V. Yeah, yeah I'd I, I rather not. I'm sorry, you're, you're kind of... You're breaking up a little bit there. Hey, can you hear me well now? Yep, yeah. there you are. Okay. Uh, if v is fine, it's just uh, rather not. Sure. V, I like it. like the movie. <laughs> So, are you kind of a herald guy? You like your 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 lanterns and stuff like that. Well, the whole thing with the uh, heralds is the the first time I saw this. Uh, uh, give, me a, give me a second here. Just uh, the thing with the heralds is the first time that I saw them. Okay, each one has its own construct. Yeah, so I never seen anyone play like a whole herald team where they use one of each. So one can reduce attacks, the other one does this, does that, right? But then with the new set that is coming up, and everyone is gonna have their own construct. Though, as you were saying, we don't know if each construct is gonna do the same thing that the old constructs do. But still, these constructs they don't have a max one. <laughs> Remark on them, sorry. And so what I'm thinking is, what happens when you play several turns and they haven't killed your your heralds, right? Your your lanterns. Is they made a construct the previous turn, they make a new construct, and then they, they keep making constructs over and over again. And and they're not like unique. You bring them outside of the game. So what happens if you bring a chainsaw and the next turn you bring another chainsaw? And then all of a sudden, your opponent or yourself have multiple constructs at the same time that are overwhelming the map, right? Because they don't have restrictions. I thought they could yeah. only make one construct at a time. Per turn, if you're playing only one barrel, but if you have a warrior's team, you can play um, Guy Giner and the... If no construct generated by the flash was on your force this turn, generate a blue construct. So yeah, I guess you actually could keep making. That's a good point. There is no. So I guess technically, like Chip and Jessica Cruz and uh, Green Lantern could have made both the mitt and the spotlight because it doesn't say. Um, well, yeah, because it's character specific, so they can only make one a piece. But if you have multiple, you can have. Yeah. Because in Wonder Woman, we just got one of each color, so they obviously could only make the one that they came with. But 
if you yeah that's an interesting point because then you could have a chainsaw a uh, stop sign, a fire hydrant, a cowboy boot. Now, do they... But they go away once the character is either... Is it six, three away or they die also, I believe? Six away. Six away or else they die and then they go off the map. Yeah. yeah. But no, yeah, that's actually a really good point. I kind of like that where if you play yeah. like a team of green lanterns or yellow lanterns or whatever we have, um, you could just flood the board with constructs. And really, none of them are that bad except for maybe the spotlight, which no one ever uses. So, yeah, that's a great point. I like that idea, actually. And they're free, too. And you can just... If you KO one, can you make it again, or is it... What's KO? Is it dead? No, you can make another one. Can yeah. you? Okay. Yeah, no, I, I guess we'll yeah, just have to wait to see all. how much yep. they're going to go into the lanterns. I know they had that one screenshot from the uh, fan appreciation I, it looked like they were going to be pretty much in there obviously there's only going to be one orange lantern there might be a couple other ones but I kind of doubt it there'll more likely be a couple green ones I know we're getting a deck star I don't know if we're getting like an atrocitus or anything like that for red but um, yeah well I guess we'll just have to wait and see when we get it spoiled but I actually kind of like that idea the problem that I had because I did um, they got to start making some of these heralds with leadership. Not many of them have it. I know the, um, yes. What is it? The the Human Torch, the robot one. He has Green it. Lantern's the only one, and Human Torch does. Oh yeah, the yeah. The, the rare from I forget what I forgot he was Harold. Yeah, and then Lantern. I think Green Lantern's the only one. Yeah. So they're uh, future foundations. Yeah, there's really only two or three of them, so they got to get more herald people or more herald with leaderships. But V, well, thanks. Kilowog would be a perfect because you know, yeah, he give him leadership. Be. But uh, V, thanks for the question. Appreciate you joining the chat. Um, yeah, that was a really good question. Yeah, I actually kind of like that. If uh, because I can see some teams being... Because are they considered a bystander or no? No, they're, I think they're... I'm pretty sure they're different. Yes. They are a bystander? Um, of some bystander. I mean, I, because I, you can't bring them in with Doom. Okay. I guess I thought maybe they were just considered a separate entity, like a construct, because I'm just thinking of some other characters, like White Sword. Thought, yeah. White Sword can bring in a KO'd bystander, or um, Lord Doom says you can't make bystanders if they're if um, your team has more characters than him. But um, I guess uh, it make yeah, I guess they would, they would be considered bystanders. But it says construct on their card. Do the other ones say anything like bystander or anything like that? No, but I yeah. still think they're technically classified as a bystander. I think if I'm not mistaken. Okay. All right, uh, so that is it for the questions right now. If anyone else out there listening has any questions, please let us know, and we will invite you to the Discord, and we will answer to the best of our abilities. So let's get into some news. All 
All right, per usual, the news, uh, first things off is if you are interested in supporting the show, head on over to patreon.com backslash clicksing it, and you'll be entered in to win some monthly prizes. I just got a ton, ton of super rares and chases from a fellow teammate of mine that uh, I'm going to be throwing into the next couple months' Patreon prizes. Uh, this month we have the Phoenix Sentinel and the Spider Hulk, along with the Mystery Box and a few other prizes as well. So head on over to patreon.com, backslash clicksing it. And any tier gets you into the giveaway and our gratitude for helping you, or helping us, helping you help us support the show. Hey. Uh, did I say that right or no? Yeah, you did. Uh, just following up, that those <laughs> constructs are bystanders because the definition of a bystander may be a flat token with combat values printed on them, 3D sculpts on a small base without a combat dial, but instead with combat values printed on the base, or a generated bystander listed on a game elements card that specifies its combat values and can be represented by a small object that all players agree on. Okay. Well, because bystanders don't have starting lines, click numbers, or non-KO clicks, they would not trigger or count for any effects that reference game turn. those game turns. A bystander's single click is considered its starting click. Okay, good to know. Yeah, which is, yeah, I was I was pretty sure they were bystanders. So since these are generated, you technically don't need to then, right? What was that? Since you can, because technically, you know, if you generate bystanders, you can bring something from outside the game element if you don't have it, you know, to represent it. I wonder if you'd be able to do that for these, you know? Uh, uh, maybe I don't know. Since you're generating it, um, but for news, the big one is we got some more details on Worlds. So Worlds is going to be September 15th through the 18th at Graceland Ex- Expedition Center in Memphis, Tennessee. So unfortunately, I will not be able to go to that because I just went to Gen Con and I'm also saving up for the Clicks Cup, which will be happening in January. But we did get some. Um, information on the format and prizes and things like that. So let's first talk about the World Championship. So that's going to be Modern Age, 300 points per usual. It's only a $5 entry, which I was really surprised at the cost. Uh, But for just participating, it looks like uh, you're going to be getting a Ashley Barton, a Hulk and Red She-Hulk, a Kingdom Come Robin, and a Jack Frost. I don't know if you're just getting that for participating in the tournament, but if so, I mean, there's your five bucks and more right there, which is amazing. Uh, top 32, you're going to get a Zatanna, a Traffic Cone, Fire Hydrant, Small Barricade, and Round Barricade Plastic Man Object, plus a Tire Stack and a Barrel Special Object. Top 16, you're going to get all that plus a uh, Scarlet Witch. Which Scarlet Witch are they talking about? Oh, probably the, uh, Hunter, sure the it's Ellie. The it's the Ellie along with okay. those quick lore. So the Ellie, an Old Man Hawkeye, a 1 million BC Phoenix, a Pixie, a Quicksilver, a Superman, and a Batman and Jaro. If you make it the top eight, you'll get everything I just mentioned plus a Ghost Spider, Luke Cage and Iron Fist, Spider-Man, which are the 2020 WKOs that weren't released, John Constantine, Grodd, and a Marvel Disney Chase and Prime set. If you make top four, you'll get all that stuff, plus a X of Swords Chase Prime set. And then the finalists, you'll get all of that, a X of Swords Object set, a Marvel Studios Disney Plus Factory set, and then the winner of the entire thing will get everything I mentioned plus a X of Swords factory set. So 
if you're planning on winning it, bring a couple briefcases because you're going to be walking away with a ton of stuff. I mean, even just getting top 32 for the Plastic Man objects is worth it. And it's it's $5. I can't believe it's only $5 entry. No, but I like that. I, I feel like that's great because, you know. I just I, I look at that pricing and, like, $5 seems like a steal for that. Well, yeah, but they're probably getting enough entrance that they're making it, or I'm assuming they're making it back somehow. So, I mean, you know, that's, again, I'm, I'm very happy that that's the price. I think that's very um, approachable for people, you know? Yeah. So probably for next week, we'll start talking about, like, what would we bring to Worlds? Like we said before, Exoswords is now going to be available. Don't know if month one of the OP set will be available, but we're just going to have to wait and see. I don't think it should, to be honest, just because it's part of a set, not the whole set. But um, uh, we'll see what happens. So uh, It's just there's the, there's the conflict of then you have to wait to play a set for three months. True. Three months. So that's the, that's where I have that's where I'm like okay I can kind of see them doing the month one booster whatever's in the month one boosters and then month two and then month three. I mean I guess you could just save it for the clicks cup, but to each their own. Uh, and then besides the world championship, we do have a team event, which is let's see where it is. So are they have a extreme tarot tarot event, which is players bring a 400-point Modern Age team with no tarot cards. Every turn for each game, the judge will reveal a tarot card, which will be applied for the normal length. Entry is $20. Participation, you get a rogue ID card and a rogue prize figure. Top four, you'll get a Leandra prize figure. Winner will get Leandra and the Exosword's tarot card set. So that's cool. Uh, it's kind of a another random event that they're having with a random effect with tarot cards. So you can't bring tarot cards. One will just be plopped down on your um, match per turn. So I kind of like that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I like uh, that's an interesting, like very good. Way. I think it's a good way to use the tarot cards in a different format. So that's cool. And I use the tarot cards on Sunday. I like them. I think they kind of bring a random effect to the game. So I'll probably be playing them as much as I can. Uh, we have a Tinker yeah, Taylor. Yeah, Go ahead. That's kind of funny considering that you didn't really I like it. Get... You're breaking up, Miles. Say it one more time. Oh, I was waiting. I was, Dan was saying something. So I, I was going to say that the tarot cards, I think, help you as much as it hurts you. Yeah, they do. Is depending on your cards. So. Yep. I haven't seen any broken aspects yet. Uh, they have another event, which is the Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy Scenario. Bring a 400-point Modern Age team with no tarot cards or sideline, which must include one character representing each of these keywords. Scientist, Celebrity, Spy, and Soldier. That's a $10 entry fee. Participation, you'll just get a Luke Cage and Iron Man figure. Fourth or top four, you'll get a Spider-Man. Uh, winner will get a Spider-Man figure and a Constantine figure. So that's an interesting one. So it looks like it's only going to be a four-figure team. No character may count for two or cure. So, yeah, foreign points, scientist, celebrity, spy, soldier, and you must have one character representing each keyword. So No, you could, you could have other characters that just don't have any of those keywords. Okay. I'm pretty sure you can yeah, make just that need different theme, keywords. too, with all the Spider-Men out there as well. It's pretty easy to do that. For, <laughs> like, Five. You have you have obviously soldier, scientist, and uh, what was the other one? Celebrity or something like that. Uh, scientist, celebrity, spy, and soldier. 
Uh, they are having a popper down there. So popper is bringing a 300 point minor name team, but with a common, uncommon, and miniature game figure only. So no rares, no fast forces, no primes, no super rares, no chases, no promo figures. Just common and and uncommon and miniature figures. So I think if people are doing that one, Watcher from the miniature game is going to be a big um, play one because he's got that 20 to defend. But can you play Captain Carter's object? Or, no, sorry, no equipment or tarot cards. So No, because no, the game element. Yep. Uh, so that's a... game elements have to be common. Yep. It, it also says no equipment or tarot cards. Uh, that's a $20 yeah. entry fee. Participation will be a Batmite, a White Lantern Batman, and a Commissioner Gordon. Uh, finalist will be Blackbird with ID cards, and the winner will get a Blackbird ID card and a Exosorge tarot card set. Uh, but then there's the big one. We have a Team Sealed event. So this is Team Sealed. A team composed of three players will receive 10 sealed Hero Click Booster packs for sealed play. So you get a brick. I'm assuming Exoswords. Don't know that for sure, but that's what I'm assuming. Uh, sealed packs. At the start of the HeroClix team sealed event, each team of three players will receive 10 sealed HeroClix boosters. When instructed by the tournament staff, all teams will open their packs and confirm the contents. So usually if you have an error pack or something like that, you can swap it out for one. A team may request a replacement pack if one or more figures in the pack is an unplayable state. This includes, but is not limited to, dial, dial sticker missing, dial sticker does not match the figure, yada, yada, yada. If a figure's sculpt is physically broken, it is still considered to be a playable state. A figure being considered in a playable state is at the discretion of the tournament staff. A player must return all contacts of the pack to receive a replacement pack. Replacement packs are not are only available as supplies last. Team building. Once all teams have opened their packs and confirmed their contents, each team will have a number of minutes, typically 15, to build three separate forces of predetermined point value. Uh, using the figures pulled from all 10 boosters, if using standard objects, each player must follow the normal rules for including objects on their force. Team designation and force assignment, each player will use one of the three forces they were built. They must use the exact same force they chose for the entire tournament. In addition, each team must assign a designated player, A, B, and C, to each player on the team. Uh, the designated can't change throughout the tournament. So basically, all that being said is you're going to get 10 boosters, you're going to open them all up, you're going to get together with your team, and then you're going to choose what figures you want for each person. So like, let's say um, me, Dan, and Miles are on a team. We pull a Merlin. I know how he works. I'm really good with him. I'll take Merlin. You don't really do it like a snake draft. You just kind of decide. You, you try to make the three best possible teams out of the brick. Sometimes you can make really good teams. Sometimes you can make really crappy teams. Uh, there is no God Pack in this one. Of what I believe what they did with the last one was that if a team pulled a God Pack, you got to choose one figure from that booster, and then you got another booster to fill in because... Getting a God Pack and Sealed is pretty much an auto win, so they wanted to even out a little bit. I believe they're doing this at the Clicks Cup. I'm hoping to do this as well. But um, I've always wanted to try Team Sealed, and uh, just it's a fun time. Sometimes some people get really lucky and pull the nuts. Others don't pull much. So uh, that is $170 per team. 
And then participation, you're getting a Red Rain, Batman, a Krampus, and a Vampire Wolverine. Top 16, you're getting a Zatanna, Traffic Cone, Fire Hydrant, Small Barricade, Round Barricade, Tire Stack, Barrel, Superman, Batman and Jaro, Old Man Hawkeye, One Million Phoenix, Pixie, Scarlet Witch, and Quicksilver. Now, I'm assuming not each person in the team is going to get one. I'm assuming that the team will get all that together, and then you'll have to split these up. Top eight is a Ghost Spider, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, John Constantine, and Ultimate or Unlimited Grodd. Quarter finalists will get a Exoswords Chase Prime set. Finalists will get a Disney Plus factory set, and the winning team will get an Exoswords factory set, plus you get everything above. And then I think the last event is a Silver Age, 300 points, $10 buy-in, just for participating, Traffic Cone, Plastic Man Object, Top 8, you'll get Scarlet Witch, Old Man Hawkeye, One Million Phoenix, Pixie, Quicksilver, Superman, Batman, Jaro, and then finalists will get a Disney Plus Chase Prime set, Scarlet Witch, Old Man Hawkeye, Million Phoenix, Pixie, Quicksilver, Superman, Batman, Jaro, and the winner will get a Exoswords Chase Prime set, Scarlet Witch, Hawkeye, Million Phoenix, Pixie, Quicksilver, Superman, Batman, and Jaro. Like, this prizing for this entire thing makes me want to pay competitive, and I don't like playing competitive. Well, yeah, again, the, the prizing is pretty good. You still have to make top 16, but I don't but I don't know. Like, depending on the field, like that's pretty good. Like, you could probably make top 16. Even just participating. I mean, for, yeah. the, for the Silver Age, you... And you and you enter for ten dollars, and off the bat, you get a traffic cone plastic man object, which is worth more than ten dollars. Yeah. So yeah, I would one hundred percent if I had the money and the time and everything to go to worlds, I would play competitive. I don't. I don't know if they're doing battle royals on there. I feel like they do. Yeah, they they usually do. It's usually like I think uh, it should be one of the. I thought it was going to be one of the side events, or is it? It pro- I don't know if they'll announce those because I think like some of them are just like the people know that they're going to be there. But yeah, I am super impressed with the um, prizes for this. Oh yeah, there's battle rolls on Sunday, on Saturday. It looks like on uh, looks like the weekend. I'm trying to see if they have them on Friday and that. It doesn't look like they have them on Friday, at least not that I can see. But the weekend, yeah, for sure. Oh, but they have they have them on Thursday. Oh, it's so it's late on Thursday. Oh, so no, they, so they have them. They have they have them every day. It looks like yeah. Okay, but yeah, I w- I am super impressed with this. Um, Worlds event. I wish I was going because that seems like whoever goes is gonna walk away with a ton of prizes. Same thing happened for the Scott Porter, um, event. Uh, back in was that March? I can't remember when that was, but um, that was super impressive too. With what everyone got to uh, walk away with. Uh, while we so that's pretty much it for Worlds. Uh, we have a comment or a question here from Peter Marshville. It said, "With all the figures that can be played in Worlds, what is the one figure that you think is being overlooked for the constructed events? And then what about Silver Age?" For, and I think me and Dan will agree on this one, for Constructed, I think Annihilation, the chase from Exoswords. 
I played them. Dan played them. Her, I should say. I think she's really good for her point value. You get a sword. You get to make the demon bystanders at the beginning of your turn. She's got the leadership. And then if she, if she is KO'd, she passes that leadership and the bystander generator to another character. And then on top of that, she also has perplex, charge, uh, and invincible to start off. Dan, concur? Oh, yeah, I think she's fantastic. Yeah, she's great. I mean, there's some, like, really stellar chases. I mean, she's one of them. Apocalypse is another one that's just, like, you know what you're getting into. So he's good. It's just you know what, you know what you're getting into. So Yeah, I think she'll be overlooked. Uh, if she was able to make her bystanders at any time, I think she'd see more play. But the fact that it's at the beginning, be, beginning of your turn. That'd be pretty... That'd be kind of overpowered though. You just you just do the drop off, and then she just pops out a demon that's an eleven for three x quake exploit. Mm. I know, but we've had those figures before. We have red ghosts who can just make them for the monkeys for free. We have prime yeah, but they're not who can make them whatever. Yeah but, yeah, but they're not that good. That's the thing. They're like if you team them up with pretty um, good. Alia Gregor, they can be really good. Especially like if you do a prime wrecker Gregor team, then you have a pile driver who's doing what is it 11 for four flurry yeah but we're talking about you're you're paying the points for ghost and for her you're literally just getting her and she's already good on her own yeah but no i think she's being overlooked i think she can make it onto some teams uh just simply for the fact that she passes on that trait to for leadership and the bystander for free i think I think Saturnine's being overlooked, especially in Sealed. I think she'll be really, really solid. So. Oh, in Sealed, she's amazing. But in Constructed, I don't know about her yet. And then as for Silver Age, Peter, I don't know that much about Silver Age, to be honest. There's, the, there's just so many figures in Silver Age that I can't keep track of any of them. Uh, Dan, Miles, are there yeah, any I guess Silver Age? It, it's, that's the thing. It's, just, it's so overwhelming. Cause yeah, I mean, I would just... I would just play a team yes. I'm more familiar with. I mean, that's I don't I don't wouldn't really know where to start in silver, honestly. Like it seems interesting, but there's just a lot because you have just the you have the entirety of modern in, in, included in that as well as all the stuff from Superior Foes forward. So I mean, there's just a lot going on there. I mean, I've always liked and with Power Creep, it's almost the best thing. I've always liked Quake. From Captain America, and the Avengers. yeah, but she got yeah she got nerfed. So how did she get nerfed? Because you can't single target Quake anymore. Oh yeah, that's true. So her, she can't do that. Like I can do my full damage or whatever, or from like the six squares or whatever, you know, however, however you modify her range. So yeah, that's true. So I mean, she's still good. She's just not as good, and she doesn't quite work as uh, she. I think she was, in, or at least intended in the, the first time around. Uh, Peter says, Devil Dino with Ellie Gregor. Oh, yeah, Devil Devil Dino that makes the crabs, the hillbilly Modocs, and the killer teddy bears. Forgot what their... Their stats weren't the best. The crabs have both so... They do. But he's a a hundred points. That's the problem. Oh, yeah, he's hefty. And he's got a two movement. (laughs) He's a big boy. Um, but yeah, that's it for worlds. Um, 
I'm jealous for everyone that can go. Uh, it is coming up pretty quick because we just had Gen Con. I think only people had like a month or so to kind of prepare for World. So I'm not sure how much the competitive field will change. I think X-Men's going to see a big uptick in play because only, I think, one person, which was Lucas Van Hollen, played X-Men at Gen Con. Well, that, no, that we saw that day. There was probably saw, others yeah. around. There was others throughout the week or whatever, throughout the weekend, but. But yeah, good luck to everyone at Worlds, and we'll talk about a little bit. About I mean, I expect to see a lot. A lot of X Men? Oh, lot. I think there's going to be, yeah. Yeah, for sure. More than uh, the X Men swap, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but next, we're going to talk about um, Enos, the Untouchable, or the Untouchable Anus, however you want to call him. So let me bring him up real quick because we are going to try to make him meta. Where are they? I think they're talking about us. So, Enos is a legacy card from the Mutations and Monsters from way back in the day. When was Mutations and Monsters? Uh, let me look here real quick. Let's go back memory lane here. 07? Uh, Mutations and Monsters was from 2007. So, let's look at Enos the Untouchable, if I can find him. There he is. So, he is now 50 points. He was 90. But he has a defensive power, which is impervious in Super Senses. Once per action, not per turn, per action, when an opposing character would move or be placed into a square within Enos the Untouchable's range, they must roll a d6. One through three, the character can't move or be placed into any square within Enos the Untouchable ranges this turn. He also has a damage power, which is just knock back. So he's a Brotherhood and an X-Men. So... Probably going X-Men with his team. Uh, uh, see, I kind of like the Brotherhood, but, you know. All right, build me your Brotherhood team. Let's see what you got. Uh, let's see. We have Swap Magneto. We have Exodus at 95. We have Eunice the Untouchable. And we have Peeper to start off with. That's 210 points. Okay. Peeper's is Brotherhood, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. So and I was I was still working out the rest from there, but that was my starting point was two hundred and ten of that. So, so, so the thing that I, I wanted to, I wanted to go Brotherhood, but I outwit is the thing that kills him. So I think X Men's gonna be your best bet teaming him up with Deadpool by putting him in water and making oh, I mean, a dolphin. X-Men, X-Men's that means they probably, have to get within his range. Yeah, I mean X Men's probably better. So, so I've been working on a team already yeah. with Enos. I, I do like. And it involves Enos, it involves Deadpool, it involves Abigail Brand because she turns sword people into X-Men. What I like about her is that she can bring in the Tyler Tyler Hayward, who has Mastermind. And something that I've been trying to do for a long, long time is finding a way to give Mimic Prime Mastermind. And now I can with Tyler Hayward. So we're, let me just put on Mimic Prime onto this team. If I can find him. where the There he is. So, so far I have Enos, Deadpool, Abigail Brand, Tyler Hayward, and Mimic. The 
I like the Tyler Hayward Hayward because he has shield, and so does Deadpool, and so does Abigail, and that gives Enos a seven range instead of a four. So that means people have to stop within seven if you roll for it instead of four. But obviously, you're doing a X-Men swap team with this, so you're probably taking out Abigail, and I'm not sure what else. So you're throwing on Professor X. If you're doing a mimic, you want to have Dr. Moyer McTaggart on there. So, so far I have Enos, Deadpool, Abigail Brand, Tyler Hayward, Mimic, Professor X, and Moira McTaggart, which is a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven theme team, and I'm only at 255. Uh, what else does this team need? Probably... I would probably put on the new Cypher. Well... Because he would be a sword bearer that drops, yeah. and he's cheap. Yeah, he is sword. And that leaves me... So yeah. Then I do a sword with him. That leaves me at 280. I put the sword bearer trait on him, which gives me to 285. I probably just put a... Uh, what's his name? Uh, multiple men on here for 10 points. Let me find him really quick. Uh, da, da, da. And obviously this is always, you know, debate or um, situational. So, like, if you don't need an Enos, you can always swap him out with Professor X. Uh, there's multiple men. So I have Enos, Deadpool, Abigail, Tyler, Mimic, Professor, Moira, Cypher, multiple man. With the sword bear on Cypher, I'm at 295, and then I probably just do a five point object, just don't know what. And I probably swap out Abigail Brand, Professor X, Cypher, and Multiple Man, and that gives me 40, 50. It gives me 100 points to play with. So I could bring in a Jubilee, I could bring in a Maggot. Uh, whatever have you for fifty points or a hundred points? Uh, are you you're using X Men? Yeah. Uh, wait. So who's all who's all on your team? So Enos, Deadpool, Abigail Brand, Tyler, Mimic Prime, Professor X, Moira, Cipher, Multiple Man. So I'm a plus nine. Oh, you know what I probably do? So I take out, um. Abigail, Professor, Cypher, and Multiple Man, and I bring, if I win map, I bring in Jubilee and Hope Summers. Yeah, that's I mean, work again. I think yeah. a 40 point Multiple Man might even be worth it for Mastermind Fodder to mimic. Since he only takes a maximum of two damage, that's three attacks you're going to be able to Mastermind to. Yeah. It's not ideal, but. I mean, yeah, you could swap out an Abigail Brand and bring in a full. Point could you, you know, could man. be worse. Yeah, bring, so you take out Abigail Brand. Yeah, I mean, because so what you probably so another thing you could even do is you take out Abigail Brand, Professor X, and Cipher, and then you bring in a full point multiple man for the Mastermind, and then for the other fifty points, you either bring in Hope Summers or you bring in a Jubilee if you win map. Because having Hope Summers copy... Oh, no, you can't. What's that? You have to do three. Three for three. 
you wouldn't be able to. It'd be the professor it, and cipher would have to be for other figures twenty five or less. I thought you could take out more, but bring in less. Or is it is it one for one? You have to do it. It's one for one now. Yeah. Is it one for one? Okay. I thought it was you could bring yeah. in. You could take out three, bring in two, or something like that. No. Okay, so then you'd have to do a little bit of work. No, I there. tried doing that, and I was told. Oh. Okay. The yeah. math is not there quite yet. But even without the swap. Well, they, yeah, you just threw it together. But even without the swap, just that team by itself, I think, could do pretty good. Yeah, I mean, you're you're taking out Abigail Brand for sure. She doesn't do too much for you, so you could probably bring in, like, a Mimic or something like that. Um, even if you did, I don't know, I'm not going to do the math right now on the podcast, but I think there's something there with Enos. It is a 50-50 shot, but he does shut down Sky Tyrant potentially. You know, he tries to charge in on you, and he stops, and then he's just pretty much going to be killed next turn. Um, actually, you, you know what you probably do? You probably take out Abigail Brand, bring in a full point multiple man, take out Professor X or Cypher, and bring in a uh, Peepers. Wait, can you bring in Peepers? I'm pretty sure he's X-Men, yeah. Let's see. Yeah, he's X-Men. Okay. And he's got the shield, too, so um, there should be no reason why Enos... He is X-Men. Why Enos won't have a 7 range for that. So it kind of deters people away from yeah. wanting to charge in with a Sky Tyrant because he could just be dead. It's a 50-50 shot. Yeah, and giving them water means they have to come within four, and if he's seven away, they have to hope they get that, yeah, four yeah. through six roll. And then it's like, do you because a lot mm-hmm. of people rely solely, I won't say solely, but mostly on Sky Tyrant to um, kind of cripple people's teams, so I think it would prevent a lot of people from trying to do that until they somehow find a way to get Enos, but they're going to eventually have to do it no matter what because with the Deadpool um, water, you got to get within four. Now, he can only generate four of those water train markers, so there are the other five people you have to watch out for. So they could just snipe those. But yeah, but if you went map, yeah, you that, put them in water yeah. and put everyone adjacent to them. Exactly. Yeah. That's, yeah, that Deadpool is really, really good. Been trying to get my hand on him. Oh, you haven't got one yet? No, I'm I'm talking with someone to get him in a trade, but they've been like a little bit too much for him, and I'm like, no, I'm not gonna overpay for this guy. Yeah, but no, I like him. I think he really shouldn't be that like too terribly expensive. Once he start making waves, and no, he was competitive. I think he will. Yeah, I think once he starts making the waves, yeah. he will. Uh, but yeah, that's Enos. And Mimic Prime's price is about to go. I always thought he should be higher than he... I mean, I've I've seen him go for like $50, and I think he was always a at least a 100-point figure. So I think he was way... I think he's way, he's way... He's better than people are giving him the doubt for. 
He can yes. be, and now that you can give a mastermind with uh, Abigail Brand and Tyler Hayward, I think he's a much bigger threat for people. Especially if you, like you said, with uh, multiple man, he can just keep on dishing it out to people. Now he can obviously get outwitted. Everybody can, but um, you really have to uh, choose what because like he's going to have the senses. If you have your Jubilee, he's going to have Invincible. So he's going to be much harder to take down, I think. Mm-hmm. But no, I think there is a place for Enos in the... And, and also, I forgot to mention, Enos does have TK, so that's always a plus two. So I think there is a place for Enos. I yeah. just think uh, we have to find the right team for him. But yeah, that is it for Enos. Is there anything else we want to talk about? I mean, that is pretty much going to be our episode tonight, unless we have anything else to talk about. Uh, I guess how does everybody feel about the now that we've seen more of the set? I know we're gonna do like probably a, like a review for the set, but how does everybody feel about the OP? Yeah, I think you're getting you're definitely I getting have your money's worth. I think with all the tarot cards and swords and extra figures for thirty five bucks a week, or for each event, you're definitely getting your money's worth. Yeah, so that was that was my thought. I thought I was like, this is, it's yeah. It's and I think the majority of the pieces in the set are in that set are playable, so like, I don't really think many of them are bad necessarily. Yeah, I would see that. So one thing oh, that there I, you go right there, forty points impact. So one thing I did find out about the OP X of Swords because I was talking to a Mister Scott Crampton today. Uh, he posted a video at Gen Con about how Lucas got the same booster in months one and two. Apparently, all the figures in all three months are the same, except for the super rares and the tarot cards. Other oh, okay. But that okay, that that's not. I mean, yeah, because you only have forty-two, so there's got to be yes. some overlap, or forty-five or whatever. So <clears throat> there's going to be some overlap. So it's not like um, War of Light, where there were two different bricks with completely different figures. All the figures are this. It's kind of like Regenesis, where the chases were different in the two or three months, whatever they were. But so the common uncommons and rares are the same figures, but the super rares and tarot cards are different. Uh, He wasn't sure about the swords. So that is one thing to take into note from the, or for the OP set. But other than that, I think the prizing is great. Um, The participation you're going to get is phenomenal. If you get a chance, I would really highly suggest everyone get out there and do the event because it is 35 bucks a week, so it is a little bit pricey, but you're definitely getting your money's worth for it. But I think that is going to be it for our show. Uh, Sorry if it was a little chaotic today because I was trying to invite people into the Discord for the questions, and, and we were going live on Facebook today. It was a lot to handle for me today. And I do apologize for last week. I'm not sure why... Dan and our guest Robert were so echoey. I listened to it afterwards, and for some reason they had an echo. Hopefully, it's not like that today. I checked it before we started recording, and they didn't seem at all echoey. So I am hopefully that it is fixed. So I want to thank everyone for joining us on the live stream today. I want to thank everyone for listening to us. Uh, make sure you check out our Patreon again if you want to help support the store store when we open a store the show and if you want to get 
in on some giveaways, check out our sponsor, Glass Cabinet Hobbies, and use code CLIXINIT, C-L-I-X-I-N-I-T, get 5% off your order. And, uh, yeah, so, Miles, hopefully you're going to be doing better. Hopefully you're over the hump of COVID and you'll get back to work soon. Yeah. Um, Miles actually joined my fantasy yes, football to. league this year because our uh, my other teammate, Mike Reardon, or yeah, had to iron Mike. He had to back out because he's got a little bit too much on his plate. So uh, Miles is going to be in our league now. You, he, I just gave him his old or the, his team because we are a keeper league. Um, you sure you want to keep Russell Wilson? That's who you're keeping. Yes. So I've had Russell Wilson since his rookie year, and I've made the championship every year. All right, I, I but he's never it. he's never not been on Seattle. He's in Denver now, so you never know what's going to happen there. I know. That's true. Yeah, but I, if it's not broke, don't fix it. You know. I guess. I mean, he screwed me over last year, of course, because he got injured. But yeah, yeah. But no, if, for for all you guys out there in fantasy okay. football, I hope you have fun with your drafts. I've got two more drafts coming up. Uh, but I love fantasy. It's all I do on Sundays, except for Hero Clicks when I play is fantasy football. But yeah, that's going to be our show. I'm rambling. I'm just trying to stall right now. So thanks everyone for uh, listening to this, the podcast. Make sure you're staying safe out there. And as always, keep clicking it. <laughs>